Hey, how's it going? Um, thank you for listening. I am uh, still pleasantly surprised when I check the numbers and I see that people um, have started listening or subscribing. That's very cool. And again, you can subscribe on iTunes and um, it'll update when a new one's up. And it's Marisol's podcast. But you can also go to my website, which is www.shit. You, as in the letter U, can't make up.com. <laughs> um, so, I, the what I want to talk about, if I wanted to be, if I want to use this as a format of trying to be authentic and or vulnerable, then what I want to talk about is marriage. Um, The reason I want to talk about it is because I need to process it. I really need to get a handle on my views on marriage because um, I have children. I have lovely, beautiful, impressionable children. And I need to figure my shit out. So here's when this all started. It started back in... In December, this last this December, I we were on our way to a my nephew's wedding, and my very um, lovely daughter <laughs> and I were having a discussion about something. I'm not, I'm not really sure what, but I know that my response about it was either love, marriage, or men. It could have been any of those categories. Was very negative. <laughs> it was very like just. Yeah, I was not in a good place um, romantically in December. So it, it just came off really ugly and negative. And, you know, she just kind of very simply just like, don't ruin this for me. Just, you know, please. I know you are a little bit cynical and you have your reasons to be, but don't ruin love, marriage, and weddings for me. I mean, she didn't say it like that, but <laughs> whatever her 13-year-old reply was, that's what I took from it. Like, you know, shit, Marisol, you need to get your shit together because I, I know that my I, I know my daughter is impressionable to my opinions and my thoughts. So if I'm walking around saying, love sucks and men are fucking douchebags and X, Y, the X, and I don't say that, but you understand what I'm saying. If that's the way I'm acting, then that's what, you know, they're like fucking little sponges they pick up and, and I don't want to give her that shit. I don't, relationships are hard enough. I don't need to give her a mommy issue of, you know, (laughs) my personal views on marriage, um, which aren't positive. They're not positive. And I hate that. I wish, I wish they, oh my God. Anytime anyone talks to me about me getting married, and I literally feel like I freeze up, like from my pelvic area all the way up to my throat, it clenches, I feel restricted, my palms get sweaty, it's just, I don't have a positive reaction to the word marriage. Um, And I know that's my shit, I mean, psh. But is it, it's also historical shit, too. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm kind of 
you know, have this chip on my shoulder about it. Marriage has not, you know, been a great success story for me. <laughs> so, so it's hard for me to bullshit my way through to, oh, I can't wait for the day that you, you know, walk down the aisle and take a man's name and, you know, I, I mean, I could, obviously I can't wait for my children to fall in love and be in their life and see them have a family and all those things like that. I'm talking about marriage, just the institution, just the legally binding past the wedding. I mean, I can get behind the wedding. I can get behind falling in love. I can get behind having a committed monogamous relationship with someone I have such a hard time getting behind marriage and I don't know I don't know how to not feel that way about it so that I don't either feel shame about it for myself or um, whatever complications I have put that on my kids um, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So, but I do, okay, the only time I will say, I had this on Facebook, I had to take it off, because I got, <laughs> I think people got the wrong impression, got some Facebook messages, but at the only time, I, I, the only thing I've seen, movies, TV shows, only thing, song, that even I can remotely visualize marriage in a positive Light is, of course, a Bruce Springsteen song. I love Bruce Springsteen. I'm a big Bruce Springsteen geek. Um, he's just amazing. Love him, adore him. He has this one song called um, I Want to Marry You. There's this wonderful... It's, it wasn't a hit. He has a huge, huge library. And he, um, it's always a surprise to know what he'll play at concerts. And he played this in Sunrise, Florida, and it kills me that I wasn't there. It's one of my favorite songs, and I think he... He just nails it. He nails how it feels to be a single mom in that song and wanting to partner up with someone to share life's struggles. You know, not only struggles, the highs and the lows. Like, you want to share the highs, too. Like, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of joyous moments that you want to share with someone. It's not just the struggles. Um... I, so I, I'm all for that, like, sign me up for all that, but, you know, I'm not there as far as, as marriage is legally binding myself to someone, you know, my cousin and I were laughing, because we were like, it's for the benefits, <laughs> married for the benefits, I'm like, dude, I don't know, there's just nothing I mean, where I'm at in my, the other point, I guess I would try to probably explain this to my kids if they ever called me out on being so cynical about marriages. The other point is, there's a couple things <laughs> that I'm so, I'm cynical because I, I've looked at the statistics, the statistics of a second marriage, the statistics with both my parents, with the statistics for me, it's just, you know, I'm like, okay, well. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm not great at statistics, but that's not a very high number. Um, 
I know that I have so much less tolerance for bullshit than I did before. Um, I know that I don't want to be financially dependent on anyone else. I'm not, and then here's the big one. I'm not procreating anymore. I'm done. I had the three perfect little children for me, um, and no more are to be had. <laughs> so I'm also at a different point. I guess it's great to not be cynical if you're going around the first time around, and maybe that's what I should focus on. I'm trying to, you know, guide them into... Really, probably, probably understanding what marriage is, and it's so much more. It's so much more than that damn wedding. The wedding is, it's just, it's just a day, a celebration, a party. But marriage, I think, I mean, if I wanted, if, if I could paint what my marriage would look like, if I was to have a second marriage, it would be a best friend, a partner. Someone who I trusted, who trusted me, who I'm a best friend. Um, but also, now this time around, things that I've learned about myself, they would have to know certain things about me. Like, they would have to know that I'm not the best at holidays. They would have to know that I... Um, You know, I have to have time to myself. I have to um, do yoga. I have to do this. Th this being, do something creative. I have to do something that is outside of my comfort zone. I can't just be a lemming. I can't just, you know, I I don't, that, I just feel like, I guess I have a bigger problem. I don't think it's marriage. I think it's kind of a, just this realization in life that all the shit I was told and by being told, I meant through the media, through TV, through, you know, the stories I read, is that you get married and forever after you're happy. And it's bullshit. You have to be happy yourself first alone before it's ever going to fucking work out with someone else. And that's my opinion. And to be truly happy by yourself, that takes a lot of fucking work. Um, if... <laughs> I mean, I think for some people it takes less work, you know, if they were lucky and they had a you know, charmed childhood and everything was, you know, hunky-dory for them, being happy is probably a really easy place, but, you know, for the rest of us, sometimes it's fucking hard work. It's, it's not, um, it's a practice, it's something you have to come. You know, everything is a fucking practice. Being kind is a practice. Um, connecting with my kids is a practice. Doing my homework is a practice. <laughs> Working. Um, trying to be a good friend to my friends. Everything is practice. And trying to be nice to myself is like my biggest um, practice right now. And... I don't know. I don't know how this all stems back to to marriage, but I guess it's this. It's a, it's a very succinct episode to say I'm not ready for it.
Um, which is funny because I did post that song, that video on my, my personal Facebook page. And so I had like three guys Facebook message me or text me, um, because I posted that song cause I just think it's such an amazingly awesome song. So they, I think they thought that meant I was open to, to dating or falling in love or something. I'm like, Oh no, 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 you, you don't understand. <laughs> I'm trying to, I was, when I posted it, I was trying to figure out if I could include it in the intro to this podcast, because this is the one I was working on. Um, no, 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 no. Even though I, I love that song, and I, I jokingly put on my Facebook thing that if I ever was proposed to again, um, this song would have to be a part of the, an awesome proposal. But, you know, I don't know don't know how I need to present myself as far as my views on marriage to my children. And it is coming up a lot. I mean, you know, there's, you could say don't talk about it, <laughs> but it's, it's saying don't talk to your children about a major part of one's life traditionally speaking so you know I think I need to learn how to not be negative about it mm, that might take a while um, anyway those are my thoughts on marriage <laughs> and the second thing that I have percolating in this brain of mine is this um, if I had a partner here in crime with me, I would want to discuss friendships, you know, post-divorce post uh, friendships with, anyway, people that you may find attractive on some level. Um, and I don't know, I tried to have this conversation once with a friend of mine in Miami, and she told me that it was a stupid topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if it's a stupid talk. I don't think it is because I think that friendships nowadays, especially with technology, and again being being single, it's just it's complicated. It's very complicated. Um, you, in a utopian world, the answer would be absolutely fucking lutely. We could be friends with everybody, everyone, just a broad stroke. Yes, I can be friends with everyone. Um, that is the world I would like to live in, and I thought that, that that's, if I'm trying to grow into someone, that would be the type of person I would grow into. But I find that it's not that fucking easy. It's not. Because there are some people that you kind of have to say, no, I, I can't be friends with you for XYZ reason. Here, here's what I got. I got specific people that I'm talking about in specific scenarios. Um, scenario number one is an ex-boyfriend who I told not to listen to this podcast. So if you're listening, this is on you. But I, I had said to him, I promised to him that we would always be friends post because um, we were friends. 
post any breakup if we broke up and I have rescinded that so many fucking times because I can't I can't just be friends with him even if there's nothing sexual that occurs between us even though that is there there is a sexual attraction it's there's an emotional connection as well that for me at least resumes very quickly when we start texting each other so and he's in another relationship now so it's like no motherfucker I can't we can't be friends like I'm sorry I mean I could be an, an authentic friend and I could be like hey and, and, and fake my way through it but then I just feel like shit like I literally every time I see his name in my in my text I, I have a negative reaction to it it's like ugh and I, that's not you know how how it should be and it's that's how it is now so you know data collection point number one no you cannot be friends with an ex-lover then I have bachelor number two who's someone I used to be with 15 fucking some years ago before I even had was married had children completely different life um so he you know we reconnect we reconnect he's married he's married now before you jump to any conclusions i'm a big believer in honoring people's um marriages and the you know so i do not there's a million single people or people that have um different boundaries in their relationship that have consent but if you're in a I guess stereotypical relationship of monogamy I honor that I like I'm very respectful of marriages and um he's married but he I have permission of his wife I have permission of his wife to text and and stuff and um because I've met his wife and him for dinner and um and there's more to that story but I can't share it um and I feel like no I, I I thought about it I took my time with it because I really realized how much I wanted his him in my just you know in my life when we texted just the few times we texted it was I very quickly felt um, again both the emotional and sexual reason that I liked them the first fucking time around and for my part I'm like well, even with permission um, why am I gonna put myself in that situation um, to I don't know. Could I again be authentic friends with this guy? Probably not, because authentically, when he writes, it just it, you know, <laughs> my my feelings are not of um, friendship. So I don't think I can. Even even again, uh, with the most honest of intentions. Friend number three. <laughs> this one's 
this one is uh, is unanswered yet. There's not a yes or a no. I'm hoping this one breaks the um, the streak here. But this one is again another old old friend. Divorce. Uh, we're both divorced, so we have a lot of you know we're both in that same spot of just hating that post <laughs> divorce dating nightmare scenario you know we're in different places actually in this process but um you know, we we can bond over this divorce the shittiness uh, of um of trying to date in this world post-divorce um and I think we can be friends. We are friends. Though, full disclosure, we have slept together. But, A, we're not geographically in the same location, which is... Uh, and B, I think we can be friends because I was actually annoyed with him um, when he... We, you know, we've known each other for... Uh, 20 plus years and um, yeah. um, I think we can be friends I'm hoping we can be friends my fear with him is that he starts dating which I hope I wish for him because he's a great guy and um, you know and that's what he wants in life is he <laughs> And, and he'll get it, but um, when he gets it, like is the norm in our society, we, we can't be friends anymore because I don't, I doubt any future girlfriend of his is going to be like, oh, that's the girl you text, you know, a few times a day. No, I don't. Maybe it would be awesome if that happens, but we'll see. Um, so that one's still, we don't have an answer to um, and there's other examples. There's other examples of people that I'm like, God, I, I just don't know if, I mean, it's easier for me, I've been, it's been easy for me to say, okay, this person hurts my feelings, this person makes me feel shitty about myself, this person is toxic, this person needs to, I describe it as a room, I describe it to my friends as a room. I'm putting this person in the room, which means I try not to ever think about them <laughs> again because nothing. there's no point in it for me anymore. Um, and maybe that's harsh and maybe that's not self-involved. I don't know. I think it's very – I learn to protect myself um, from that. I have a hard time with people that aren't, haven't actually done anything specifically to hurt me, to cut them out of my life. Um, and I guess that's where I'm at with – with that, because I find myself just, <laughs> I just, yeah, as cynical as that first part of this whole podcast was about marriage, as cynical as, and hard as that was, the flip side, the, you know, polarity to, to my fucking psyche is I can't wait to fall in love. I fall in love all the fucking time. I fall in love on a daily basis, really. Um, there's something about someone that I like, that I like about them. Um, falling in love is not, is, is, you know, is not the problem. And it's, um, 
I guess not another bright person. So, anyway. I don't know. I don't know if you can get that in Tokyo. I'm spoiled. Um, my personal research is in Tokyo. <laughs> but I hope I'm wrong. And thanks again for listening. Um, I truly appreciate it. Here I have Hanako.